You're listening to a DM podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, I introduce to you the podcast with the best banter, greatest gut feels, and most ridiculous narratives on planet Earth. Get ready to dominate the NRL fantasy season with the team from Top King League. G'day guys, welcome to Talking League, we're a weekly NRL fantasy podcast. I'm your host TK, a bit of a solo episode tonight as we rip into preseason challenge team lists from round one of the trials. Really excited to be back and seeing some footy this week. Before we get into all the analysis from the eight games, from the Talking League Cup, that is out now. Win the Fantasy Ring, and that's courtesy of S Supercoach Champion, so SC Rings. If you have a look at the Instagram or Facebook posts, you'll be able to have a look at their pages. But just head over to supercoachchampion.com to order your ring now. You can level up pretty much your fantasy league. So there's a, obviously one on the line with Talking League Cup. So just head over. The league code is 47RTSYKW. Or all the details will be in the show notes. But get around it. It's a nice little ring. It retails about 99 bucks. So a pretty good one if you want to just put that in your mate's league. Highly recommend. They've been supporting us for three years now, so big shout out to them. All right, a bit of, it's one of those uh, TLTs. The week one's generally not that highly regarded, but because of the America trips, we have seen a few teams go close to, you know, close to full strength. Well, a couple of other teams are fielding, you know, a lot of good players. So a lot of fantasy, more fantasy relevance than I actually did think that we would get from what we're actually about to chat about right now. But let's rip in first, because the first game is going to be happening Thursday at Belmore Sports Ground, the Doggies versus the Storm. Now, having a look at the Dogs, very interesting. It's a bit of a mixed bag of first-teamers and young players coming through. Interesting is the spine, because it's Blake Taff, Matt Burden, Drew Hutchison, and Reed Marnie. They're all there. So does that indicate that they're the first team to get a little bit more runs on the board? Toby Sexton is on the bench. At this stage, I'd probably be more comfortable if Drew Hutchison does start the second game in terms of him being the clear leader in this one, because the, thing, the biggest thing with this one is both Burden and also Hutchison are both left-footers. So generally, not something that a lot of teams like to carry with both both left-footers on the field. So it'd be very interesting to see that. It'd be great to see who's goal-kicking. Matt Burton had a really good goal-kicking year last year, so I do expect him to be lining up. Blake Taff is also a capable goal-kicker, so very interesting there. Bronson Sherry, he returns from his suspension. Blake Wilson also lines up on the wing. Does look like a bit of a second-tier sort of back line. You know, they've got the likes of Critter, Tracy, Addo Karzitz, at All-Stars, and then also Carez, he's also out. In the forwards, it's going to be great to see Sam Hughes, you know, one of the highly touted cashies for this year. He starts this game ahead of Liam Knight. Not sure if that means too much. Again, I'd rather see him start the second trial more than the first trial. I do anticipate when they play the Sharks next week, they'll be going pretty close to full strength for at least the first half there. So it'd be nice to see the rotation there, but great to see him actually in the starting lineup, especially next to Max King, who is probably going to be their forward leader. Jacob Preston does start. Surprise Jake Jamin Salmon starts in the 13 jersey, so very interesting just to see. Probably likely he might 
be in the running for a bit of a bench spot there. Missing from their team, kick our man, man, and also Josh Curran, who's also in the All-Stars. Look out for Josh Papali, a young fullback. He's in jersey number 21. He absolutely killed it in reserve grade last year. So have a look out for him, really making his way through the ranks. Let me just check what he actually scored, because I think he's only 18 or 19 years old from memory. I think they did give him a, a little run there last year in the trials as well, but be very interesting because he's got a great sidestep from what I've seen. Last year in the New South Wales Cup, he had 16 appearances, three tries, and fantasy average of 33. Still a very young bloke there, so interesting just to track him. On the Storm side, great to see Ryan Pappenhausen back, so hopefully he's goal-kicking as well. They line up Remus Smith and Marion Seve in the centres, which is quite interesting. Could indicate that young Tomina Pia and Nick Menia are probably likely the starting centres there at the moment there for the Storm. Elsewhere, good to see Jonah Pezzett get another run in the seven. Pretty much second string lineup. Trent Liero, he's lining up in the 13. A lot of rumours of him pressing his claim for that starting 13 jersey with Josh King moving up to the front row. So most of the other players are pretty much probably looking at bench roles. Bronson Garlic, Aaron Penne and Chris Lewis, they all line up as does Tyron Wishard. Probably interesting that Sua Fayologo doesn't have a crack there. Be very interesting if Sua starts next week and pops on the bench because I've got no doubt that they're not probably in a rush to, you know, rush Ryan Pappenhausen, but he has been back in full training. So I don't think Sua is actually the first string, but funny things have happened. So definitely an attract to see who starts next week. I do expect it to be Ryan Pappenhausen, but Sua definitely not even in the fantasy game yet, as we've been chatting about for the last few weeks. Yeah, so moving on to the next game. It should be a good one, actually. The first game on the Saturday, Knights versus the Sharks at Gosford. 145 kickoff in this one. The Knights have actually gone pretty pretty good in terms of their strength in this one. They named the likes of Jenkins and Marzu both on the wings. Starting halves, Gamble and Hastings are both in the starting lineup there. And the likes of the Saifidi boys will start up front. Felix Crossland starts at the nine. Dylan Lucas and Jed Cartwright both start in the edge position. And Matt Croker there at... At hooker, their bench, Cogger, Hetherington, Jones, and Cant. So some capable first graders there. William Price, look out for him in jump number 21. So he, he moves over from the English Super League. Can play either fullback, centre, or 5'8". So should get a good run there. So pretty much the start is out there at the moment. Braley, Leo Thompson, Frizzell, Kai Pierce-Paul, and Adam Elliott for the front row. Two young, well, Christian Mappapalee. Mapa Palangi, he lines up in a number four jersey. So he's probably going to go head-to-head with Kyle Iro in this one. Tuala is the other centre. Be interesting to see if they do rotate out to the wing. Another young player, David Armstrong, highly touted there as well. So be good to check him out. He's in the jersey number 18. But probably the Mapa Palangi versus Jenkins, just to see exactly what side they're on and if they actually are competing to that spot. That's probably the major thing, especially with Mapa Palangi there at uh, 250k. They've got both centres out there, so with Gagai and Bradman Best. So don't expect him to line up in the centres there. Also, Kalen Ponga definitely not in for this one. Moving on the Sharkies, they've done a pretty strong side. They had a really good gear. Well, they've had a couple, like, they've got a really deep squad. So, there's no doubt that one of the deepest squads in the NRL. Look out for Kate Dykes. He's returned from the ACL 
in the number one jersey. Good spine there, good young spine there with Daniel Atkinson. We talked about him in the early previews. Me and Beat spoke about him. Neway Peru as well at halfback. Very, very good young player. Had a good season in New South Wales Cup, as did Jaden Beryl. Now, Kyle Iro, he does line up in the number three jersey with Maywin Harotti. Interesting that Sifatalakai is actually named on the bench in number 22. I don't think that means too much from the last few interviews that Fitz has been doing. He is first string. But, you know, funny things can happen. It'll be more interesting to see that next week. Cameron McInnes is going to be trotting out in this one. So, not sure what that does for his claims to that starting 13 job. I probably think that Dale's probably ahead at this stage. Teague Wilton returns from injury. He lines up in the second row with Jesse Colhoun. Now, he's ahead of Billy Burns, who's pushing on the bench. So I did expect that Burns would be starting this one. So Jesse Coolhoun, you know, Fitz did say he was having a massive preseason as well. So he might be in line for a bench spot. Both Hazelton and Kafusi, you would have to think that they're both going neck and neck for the probably one of the mid-bench roles there at this stage. Jack Williams, he'll be trotting out there as well. Look out for Samuel Healy, number 19. He's a hooker, son of Mitch Healy, who was a player back in the 90s for the Sharkies, if you're as old as I am, unfortunately. Also look out for Max Bradbury, who was in that little mixer, the little trade that they did with Newcastle last year for Lachlan Miller. So another year in reserve grade there last year. And then Tom Rodwell, he's the son of Brett Rodwell, another of the stars of the Illawarra Steelers from the 90s. So look out for him. He's in jumper number 25. So that's the early game. Should be some some good footy in this one, but definitely look out for Dykes and Eero in terms of fantasy relevance in this one. Second game on Saturday is very interesting. The Roosters at 3.45 taking on Manly. This is also in Gosford preceding the Sharkies and Knights game. Roosters have gone pretty much as full strength as they can. So by the looks of it, They've got Billy Smith and Joseph Sawley here in the centres. Now, Joseph Manu is in number 18. So I've got no doubt that this is a bit of a shoot-off between the two young centres. So that's probably one position that's probably open at this stage. Sawley not lining up at starting wing is probably a little bit concerning because I do think with Billy Smith re-signing that it wouldn't surprise me if he's got his nose there in front. He's ended the season really, really well. So... Be interesting to see where that tracks. Now, players out that they've got, they've got Lunu, Cheese, and Jared Weirah Hargraves all out there. So, Feu White, who played very well to the back end of next last season. So, be on the lookout for him. And then Zach Docker-Clay, who's moved over from the Doggies. Has sensational reserve grace stats there as well. Don't expect him to be in the the Vegas 17, but just do be on the lookout just in case anything does happen for Cheese. On the bench, Sandon Smith, he's in the number 14 jersey ahead of Connor Watson at 21. I don't think that's a closed case yet. I think one of them will be in that starting 17. But the big news here is they've gone with Statili Tupanua on the edge ahead of Angus Crichton, who's in number 17, and then also Siwa Wong, who's in number 19. So... Be very interesting just to track that and to see which edge both Tupanua and Butcher do line up. I probably think that Tupanua will probably line up on the left and Butcher on the right. The other thing to be watching out for is if Sam Walker takes back the goal kicking. If he does, I think that's a big go sign, especially for draft players, because I think I'm very high on Sam Walker. Wouldn't be taking him from the early rounds in Classic, but definitely there could be some value there at some stage, especially around the origin period. Did average 50 last year, so... No doubt that ACL injury that he did carry throughout most of the season did, you know, plague his season. But that last three games that he came back, the two-in season and then the semi-final, 
two semi-finals. Sorry, he played very, very well in those ones. So look out for Sam Walker and Luke Keary just to see how that combination keeps on developing. At Manly, they're resting pretty much all their big guns. I think from the interview that Siebes did after the trial last week, he's pretty much looking at the bench makeup. It looks like Sipley, he's back, he's starting. Carl Lawden starts again at number nine. So both Jamie Humphreys and Gordon Chan come Tong, both still on the bench. So no starting time over the preseason for either of the two youngsters. Joshy Schust is back. Ben Trevojevic is in the starting lineup ahead of him, though. So we could... Trevojevic obviously carved up last week, but that was a very... That was probably even less than a reserve-grade team there for the for the Rabbitohs last week. So we'll get a bit of indication whether where he probably... He's going to be lining up probably as Nat Butcher on a left-versus-right combination there with not, this week, Luke Brooks inside as well. So it'll be very interesting to see how he goes. Taniela Paseca, he lines up as well. Nathan Brown's had an absolute storming preseason. So be on the lookout for him. It would not surprise me at all that if he jags big minutes and could be a nice little draft one down the track. I think there's a bit of a shootout there, Jackson Paolo and also Tommy Talao. So they're in two and three. I don't think it's a close shop. I think Paolo is definitely ahead. But who knows, Tommy Talao, seen funnier things happen. Good. We'll probably see, well, we got Corb's live interest finally. Bailey Hodgson, he moves over from Newcastle. He lines up at fullback. Be interesting to see how he tracks. Jake Arthur at the six and Braden Brandon Wakeham also in the seven there. Apart from that, not much else fantasy relevance-wise, but yeah, definitely circle Tupanua as the guy that you'll probably be wanting to watch in this one. Moving over to Netstrata Jubilee Stadium. First game there is Saturday at 5.55. Eels versus Raiders. Now, probably the first thing to have a look at here is both Morgan Harper and Bailey Simonson have both been named in the centres. Be interesting to track which side they play. Whoever's probably playing on the right side in this one is probably running behind because that's Will Penasini's side. Definitely track Sean Russell on this one. I did think that last year, you know, they probably weren't scoring as many tries through the right side as and they probably weren't playing as good as a team. And I do expect a bit of a bounce back there from Parramatta. So he does have a duel, so it could be handy. Ethan Sanders is a very good young seven, played in the New South Wales under-19s. He's on his way out, though, from all reports, and he could be headed to the Raiders. So interesting to track that one. Kyle Rodwell, the number eight, he has absolutely storming stats in the New South Wales Cup. So look out for him, definitely. Brennan Hands is named in number nine. So given that Lussick was bought very, very late, and he replaced him in the starting lineup towards the end of the year. I do think that Joey Lussick starts the season as probably the first string. We'll, we'll know more probably next week. But in terms of managing your cap right now, I do think it's a lot easier to put Lussick in at 459 instead of Hands, who's low 400s. And then if Hands does, you know, bolt in, then you can probably you can easily downgrade down and put the. 60k somewhere else. Now, Sean Lane, he returns in the starting lineup at 11. Kelmatorlagi debuts for the team as well on the right edge at 12. Ryan Madison, he's going to be trotting around at 13. So, be very interesting to track the back row there. Apart from that, not a lot more to see. Matthew Arthur, Brad Arthur's son, another hooker. Look out for him. He's in number 18. So, He's been playing, he's been getting plenty of scrimmage minutes, so definitely check him out. At the Raiders, now, probably the biggest thing here is Chevy Stewart. He'll be starting in the number one jersey. They've gone close to full strength in the back line, except for Chris and Tomoko in the centres, and then there's no doubt that they want to trial both weeks and strains in the halves, because right now, Fogarty's their only seven, so... 
Weeks at six, strange at seven at the moment. We really haven't seen really any top-level play with kicking games and anything like that. So they're going to be a really good watch, I think, at this stage. Xavier Savage, he's on the wing, and Nick Kotrick joins him as well. James Schiller and Albert Hopawati, they're in the centres. Now, Sebastian Chris did talk about them lining up in plenty of scrimmage minutes during the preseason, and they're, they're probably the backup centres at this stage. Probably the biggest thing here is if Hopawati does play some wing Minutes, because at this stage, I am expecting Tomoko to line up as the first choice. Chris to line up in the second game as second choice. So where does that leave Hopawati, given that he had a pretty good season last year? Xavier Savage is obviously the guy with so much talent that you do want in the team. But then, of course, Kotrick has played State of Origin before and in the past has had some gun action. But very interesting makeup in the Raiders there. In the hookers at the moment, they're carrying Zach Wolford, Tom Starling, and Danny Levi into this game. I'll probably be more convinced who the starting hooker is going to be if they go full strength next week, because this could easily put Danny Levi back in there with Fogarty, which probably would indicate that he's first string. So no one else is around. Tarpany, he's out. Papalier, he's not playing. The whole back row is out as well. So not a lot to be seen in this one. Probably Emre Gula, Solo, and Mariotta. They're the starting mid. So they're probably competing for maybe one or two spots there on the, the interchange bench. Maybe Gula, maybe more for the starting lineup there. So going to be very interesting to track them through the preseason. Apart from that, not a lot more to, to see in that regard. Moving on to the second game on Saturday, we've got the Rabbitohs versus the Dragons. That one's going to kick off at 8.05 again at Jubilee Stadium. Now, the Rabbitohs, a little bit decimated. They've named as much as a full-strength team as they can. Out of their team is Trell, Munro, Wyden, Campbell Graham, Cody Walker, and Damian Cook. Now, fantasy relevance-wise, it be interesting to see which side is our TAS actually lines up on. Now, Tane, Tane Milne will be given first crack by the looks of it to fill Tyrone Munro's position. Isaac Thompson, he is out at the moment. So, the other guy is Richard Kenner. He'll be lining up in the centres there. Jacob Gagai, who's the younger brother of Dane Gagai, he lines up at fullback. He's a 28-year-old, so not expecting a huge amount out of him. Probably his fantasy relevance-wise, probably Tavita Totolo, probably watching him probably the most there. Joy Arrow and Keon, they both line up on the edge as well. Cameron Murray will be having a bit of a run in this one. It's hard to say where Talos Duncan really lies. In trials, they wear all sorts of weird sort of jerseys. At this stage, their bench is Jai Gray, who's a young half, Jacob Host, David Mawale, Thomas Burgess, and then it's Duncan and Cheekam. So it's always good to see kind of where he does lie. You know, his coach, Jason Demetrio, did give him a massive rap in the preseason. So always be on the lookout for him, but I don't think he's going to be relevant in terms of classic for round one. The Dragons, they've pretty much named their full-strength lineup, or as deep as they could pretty much go at this stage. They're going as they did, as well as Flano has been talking about with Zach Lomax on the bench, uh, sorry, on the wing with a rotational there with Sloan. Be interesting to see between Lomax and Flanagan, who goal kicks. I do expect Lomax to be goal kicking. Be interesting also to be seeing the general play kicking between Flanagan and Hunt while they're on. Not great news for, you know, people that were high on Jacob Little. They are carrying number 14, Connor Mulleeson, who is a hooker as well. So probably not good for his stocks there. 
Now, Tommy Heisenhoof, he does look like he's been given first crack at that number 11 jersey. Dylan Egan, the, long, the young 19-year-old that they were talking about from that first scrimmage, he makes his way onto the interchange bench in number 17. So look out for the rotation between there. The news on Tuesday afternoon, Luciana Leilua requesting a release. It's probably likely destination. It's probably going to be the Dragons. So I probably wouldn't be going anywhere near Eisenhoof. Dylan Egan probably until we see a little bit more of him in first grade. And he probably needs to be starting to be any relevance in terms of being a good cashie. But probably we just need a little bit more news on a likely destination of Leilua. And given the size of his contract, it's probably going to be the Dragons. Apart from that, really fall of grace for the Fay Guy brothers. They're in jersey number 22 and 23. Dan Russell as well, who finished the season really, really well. Now he lines up in jersey number 25. And Christian Tui Palotu, he makes his way over from the Manly Seagulls. He's in jersey number 20. Look out for Sav Tamale. Now, he's a very good young centre that they got over from Rugby Union a couple of years ago. So highly touted. So just check him out. Don't expect him to be playing NRL anytime soon, given they've got Sully Bird and Lomax. But definitely be good to see him step up into that level. Now, moving over to Sunday, we've got the Warriors taking on the West Tigers in Christchurch. So, Warriors have gone a little bit more second string than the Tigers have. T- Tigers are very close to full strength here. Now, look out for, obviously, Roger Tuovasa Shek's return in the centres. Now, Ali Lea Teua, now, he, he's a very promising centre. Made his debut in Jared Croker's three-hundred game last year and absolutely blitzed him. Killed in the New South Wales Cup last year, so be on the lookout for for him. Now, Chanel Harris-Tavita, he lines up in the six. Luki Metcalf in the seven. So, again, there's probably going to be more indication next week when SJ might line up or they might hold him back given that ankle injury as well. I guess, yeah, it'd be very interesting to see who they actually do take into that second trial given that Tamari Martin, he is off with the Maldi team at the moment. So forwards, again, probably indicates more of a battle for the bench. Bunty Afoa, Tom Ale, and also Jackson Ford, probably looking at competing for maybe one or two bench spots there. So look out for Jacob Laban, who was very good in New South Wales Cup last year. So have a little sneaky look at him. Apart from that on the Warriors, not a lot more that you probably need to be seeing there, but good to see them trotting out. Now, the Tigers. Now, they've named pretty close to their best lineup. Now, the start is, the only guys probably missing is John Bateman from the forwards and a centre pairing of Justin Olam and Stafford Toa. Now, very interesting because this is the way they've been going out in scrimmage for the last few weeks. Now, Bateman has been very late back to training. He only got back to Australia a couple of weeks ago. Now, Azukapoa, he is on edge. Alex Seifarth, who they say is killing it at training, is in a lock position. So, very interesting to see how they line up, as well as what side is Aya Papa Leahy lines up. I do expect Bateman probably to play next week, and we'll have a better indication of kind of where those forwards lie. I do think we might get a cheapie, given the shortage of cheapies in the centres. Might be better that we get Azukapoa, but... Of course, we're always going to be taking a chance with that round one buy for the West Tigers. In the centres, Declan Casey has been getting some massive raps. He's on a train and trial, but he's been killing it apparently in the preseason. Then we get to see Solomona 
Fartape, who comes over for rugby union as well. So interesting to track him. Young Lockie Galvin, he's on the in the bench on the number 14. And uh, the bench, probably not a greatest indication because we've got Felody, who's a centre. Pole and Fainu, I do probably expect them to probably press their claims for the bench spot in number 16 and 17. So that might be as they're probably going to line up as well. Two hookers, Jake Simpkin and Talon De Silva, both in number jersey number 20 and 21. They could probably press their claims for a bench role there as well. Lasu Fainu apparently is suspended from this game. That's why he's not lining up there. So interesting just to track that one. Now the Cowboys, they'll be playing the Broncos. That one's at Mackay. So that one kicks off at 4 p.m. Now the Cows haven't really treated this trial too seriously. Not a lot of first graders trotting out in this one. Great to see Tom Chester return from his ACL Surgery, Viliami Vailia, he finally got his clearance and he's going to be starting in the jump to number four. Look out for Robert Derby as well. Good young winger made his debut last year against Parramatta. Jack Clifford, he returns from the UK. Look out for young halfback Thomas Duffy as well. He's a very good young player, but at this stage probably does indicate that probably Felt, Holmes, Labert and Tuolagi is probably their first string. Chad Townsend probably, given you know what he dished out in 2022, probably rightfully so, will... Will be the seven probably for round one, but he'll be definitely under a lot of pressure. News, like I did mention before, Luciana Lake Lua asking for a release today. I think it does probably put Lukey in a box seat and probably a box seat for our fantasy teams given their buy schedule. He'll line up at 498k. Kuli Kefu Fenu Feu Aki, he's going to be playing in this one. Very good young player, played a stack of games at the back end of last year as well, off contract. But he is very highly regarded, given that he's starting in this second trial. Probably does mean that he is well behind Luki at this stage. Jakuzowski, he is also in this one, starting as does Sam McIntyre. They, they round out the back row there. I do expect the Broncos to pretty much carve them up, depending on how many minutes some of these minute, uh, some of these starters do play. Stags and Arthurs are probably the only two from the back line that are going to be missing there, as, as well as Ezra Mam. In the forwards, Jordan Ricky, the only one missing there. And the bench probably lining up as probably we're expecting for that first game. Smoothie to Powell, Baker and Hetherington. So you can pretty much scratch off Hetherington and Baker because Baker needs to be starting to be anything relevant there. And Corey Jensen has been seeing plenty of first-team minutes, so I do expect him to line there up in round one. Be interesting to track Dean Mariner. He'll be on that right wing beside Deloise Hoyter, who has had some good... Good first-grade games in the past, but he's well behind Stags in the packing order there. So don't expect anything too much there. Last game, and that one's at 6.15, and that one is the Dolphins taking on the Titans. And that's on that's at Sunday at Sunshine Coast Stadium. Now, the Dolphins have taken this game a lot more seriously than the Titans. Might have been better if the Dolphins actually played the Broncos and the Titans ended up playing against the Cowboys there. But just having a look at this one, the Dolphins, have a look at Trey Fuller. He's back up, pullback for the for Hammer. Played a couple of games of first grade last year. From memory, he's the, he looks a lot like Ben Barber, and I think they're cousins from memory. Now, Katoa and O'Sullivan, they line up in the halves first. Now, Cody Nikarima, he is at the All-Stars at this stage. Now, look for Jack Bostock, who will line up at the left wing. He'll be partnered by Tessie New. Looks like he's got the jump over Jake Avarillo at this stage. But again, I'll probably be more convinced if they go with a full-strength lineup 
next week. No Jesse Bromwich in this one. Mark Nichols starts up front with the knee injury to Connolly Lemu Elu. You and Aiken, he'll start in the back row, given one to track, given that he does have a duel, but that's always going to be potential Trap City, given that Connolly did finish there as first team last week as well. Also, no Bromwich in this team as well. I'm talking about Kenny. So, again, I'll be more convinced what the starting lineup might be looking like, probably in next week's trial, where I expect, yeah, they've probably named a really good lineup in this one, but probably they probably will go with the best 13 that they probably can field. Next week, but be on the lookout. Some good young players. Taste, uh, Mason Teague, definitely be on the lookout for him, as well as Kurt Donahue for the Dolphins. Now, turning to the Titans, now not a lot to you know really track on this one. Probably the only one. Tony Francis, good young winger, Queensland Cup. Average mid-30s last year in the Queensland Cup. Plenty of try-scoring ability. Big lump of a lab as well. Aaron Schupp, he lines up in this one. Probably means that... He is with the second team. Look out on the interchange bench. They've got Tom Weaver, Baby baby Tino. They've got Joe Stimson, Cleese Haas, Harley Smith-Shields, and a very good young middle as Josiah Pahulu. Have a look out for him. He can really motor. So apart from that, not a lot more to track from that game. Last game, they've just announced the Harvey Norman All-Stars team list in terms of like where they will be lining up. Need for speed there. Addo Carr, the Hammer, and Khan Pereira. They'll all be starting there for the Indigenous All-Stars. Probably looking for Trindle and Hines. A little bit indication of kind of where their combination is at, who's goal-kicking, a lot of the general play-kicking. Even this one, probably a little bit more freestyle, but it's always good to see the boys in action together. Look out for the back row. Adam Elliott, Josh Curran, and Jermaine Hopgood, all fantasy-relevant guys there. Apart from that... Not a lot more to see fantasy relevant wise on that one. On the Maori team, Jesse Arthurs, he lines up at fullback. Great to see him track him. Gagai and Tomoko, too, very relevant in terms of fantasy, in terms of draft mode. So definitely track that. Brandon Smith, the cheese, be great to see how he lines up in the nine. Brandon Nikara, he'll be in the 11, as is Joseph Tarpany in the 13. Trey Mooney makes a representative debut there at uh, 15, as well as Xavier Willison. So two good young uh, you know, back rowers there to track. I don't think they'll, either of them will be starting round one. But, yeah, definitely two guys that are very talented and to be tracking. Jack Howarth, he's going to jump a number 19. So be very interesting to see how he goes at this level as well, because we haven't really seen too much more than Queensland Cup from him. All right, guys, that was the TLT analysis for week one of the trials. Hope you enjoy that. Fantasy game plan was back with Jace and Brenton. Get around that. Plenty of great information the boys dropped there on Monday morning. Now, we've got plenty of two previews to go. Sorry. We've got the Parramatta Eels preview. That will be dropping. I'm pretty sure that's Thursday. And then the Penrith Panthers will round things up on Friday. Sorry, the Penrith Panthers will be out on Thursday and then Parramatta last on. Hopefully that's not an indication for you Para fans like Andy. But Storm, we dropped that on Tuesday morning and we did drop Broncos late on, well, early on Sunday. New Zealand Warriors came out on Friday. So a little bit of a catch up there. We just wanted to drop them before all the kind of trial started. I know that Jace and Brenton are intending to be back on Sunday night with all the trial wrap-ups. We should have plenty of notes going around with plenty of thoughts from these first weeks, but 
yeah, just use this first one just to pretty much placeholder a few teams. It's going to change so much. You're going to get so much more information as the preseason rounds out, especially next week. A few more teams are going to, well, I reckon probably 70% of the teams from next week probably going to be going pretty close to full strength. So I do expect that. The only the other teams are all going to be, you know, shooting off to America. And then we've also got Penrith to announce their team that they're taking over to the World Club Challenge there as well. So be on the lookout for that one. As I did mention, please join the Talking League Cup. Free to enter. You can win the Talking League, well, sorry, the Fantasy Ring, and that is courtesy of Supercoach Champions. All the details for them are in the show notes. Please follow us on social media, Talking League One. That is across Facebook, Twitter, sorry, Facebook, X, and also Instagram. It's Talking One on the old X but get around that, plenty of videos and all sorts of different things happening on the TikTok. So give that a follow, stay tuned, and we'll drop plenty of that as the season progresses. All right, guys, thank you for tuning in, and we'll check you on another podcast soon. Catch up.